0: Here we are on episode 63 of Forensic Spaces podcast, try number two. Yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. I still
0: don't know what happened to the episode that we recorded and tried to release on Christmas Eve. But um, Melissa and I, as very um, attentive podcasters, uh, quickly realized a few weeks later <laughs> that that episode had not come out.
1: <laughs> to be fair, though I, you uh, you went away on vacation and I went into hibernation like a great brown bear, so uh, both of us so were true. off of the internet for a majority of a similar period of time. So it makes a little okay. bit of sense,
0: a little bit, but yeah. I just, but that's
1: not—it's definitely I, not a justification for us not realizing that our episode did not go up at all. <laughs>
0: correct. Yes. I. I st- and I don't. I still haven't gotten an answer from our host as to why it, uh, is just sitting there looking like it should have gone out, but it hasn't. So
1: fingers crossed.
0: Yeah. Fingers crossed. This episode comes out normally. I mean, I guess who's to say other than the fact that I'll actually be paying attention this time. So (laughs) if if it doesn't go out automatically tomorrow morning when it is supposed to, I will actually log in and, uh, just force it to go out. Um, so there is another thing that we talked about on that episode that we probably should address for our listeners who will be hearing this before they hear that, and that is that there's been a lot of change on the forensics front for for you. Uh, for the hosts of this podcast.
1: <laughs> Mostly well, I would
0: like to think that it affected you greatly.
1: Oh, 100% on a, both a personal and professional level, but I don't think I need to air that out. on this microphone right now okay i've already made you suffer through that guilt trip in person so i don't think i need to make you do it again on the podcast but kurt moved away
0: far far away now so far an hour up i-43
1: okay but the again the off-ramp to get to your house is very confusing and i'm not even the one driving
0: It's just confusing the first time after that. No, it's still confusing. Now I know where I'm going. Well, I never know where I'm going. Technically, it's not an off ramp. That's the key for anybody who comes to visit me from Sheboygan. You don't exit, it just turns into a road,
1: it just becomes a different thing.
0: Yep. Yep. But that uh, your GPS will not like that.
1: But you'll get here. I have faith in you. And and also,
0: please don't just show up unless I invite you. I won't tell him
1: where you live. I'll never give out your address. But Kurt's wonderful, amazing husband got an incredible job opportunity, and Kurt decided to be the wonderful, loving, supportive partner that he is. And they are now up in Green Bay. Well, John lives that dream, and Kurt gets to do his full-time audio work. And I get to be down here in Sheboygan, alone. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm not alone. But this means oh, now that you, as of this season, are officially teamless.
0: Yeah, I am. Uh, I am not coaching. Um, I would like to think that I'm still tangentially associated with the Sheboygan schools, um, but uh, I'm 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 freelance. I am uh, unaffiliated. So. Yeah, that's new and exciting. And um, I can speak to this now with some hindsight because we actually had the first tournament of the year. It was weird, but not in an unpleasant way. That's good. Yeah, I really and really throughout the whole fall, like there have been moments where I've I've had that feeling of like, I miss it. And I certainly miss the kids and I miss the work and just the craft of it. Um, And, you know, I was very conscious of not wanting to step on the toes of the people who took the position after me. And so, you know, I I really hung back more than I thought I would. I, you know, kind of assumed at some point I'd start getting some calls saying, why don't you come work with the kids or the kids want to work with you? And um, I didn't. And that I think was a good thing because, you know, what was able to happen is like, I can see already just like observing them like they have their own team identity absent me and that's good. And that's how it's supposed to be. And yet it was still really nice and exciting to get to see the, the students who knew me. Um, and I enjoyed just like hanging with the new coaches uh, yesterday for a bit as well. They're great. So changes have happened, um, but here we are doing the podcast anyway. So for anybody who is like super worried that the podcast would go away just because I am not coaching forensics, have no fear.
1: Yeah, I didn't even. I didn't even know until what Thursday that you were judging this weekend. So. That was cool. Yeah. I just assumed that you wouldn't be, and they would only be judging where it was geographically sensible for you. But no, you were awake before I was yesterday to drive down to Port yep. Washington.
0: Yep. Uh, and that is about as far as I will drive. <laughs> so that's, that's an, that was an hour and 20 minutes from my door to Port Washington, which yeah. I think that's the the edge of what I'm willing to, to drive uh, for myself. So I probably will not be making it to any milwaukee or madison area tournaments uh because i will be able to hopefully find work as a judge uh, more up in this neck of the woods and uh part of you know my plan plan is too strong a word desire is just my hope is to get better acquainted with the schools that are up here um and eventually, hopefully, you know, maybe start working with a team that's in the Green Bay area, which is mostly WHSFA, which I don't know at all. So I really want to kind of like weasel my way into the the forensics world of Green Bay and get to know people and get to know teams and maybe find a, a place for myself up here eventually. But for right now, I am super happy to just be a judge and to get to experience judging for really the first time in years. Yeah. <laughs> like, so so yesterday I. Well, I uh, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, is there anything exciting you want to talk about just from life? No. <laughs> okay.
1: Me neither. I, no, I mean, you just got back from a giant, beautiful vacation oh, in the yeah. Dominican Republic,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, which I is why
1: that. one of the reasons why we are uh, it took us a while to because we recorded the episode the day the day before Christmas Eve, right?
0: Yeah, Um, I want to say it was like the Thursday before Christmas Eve. Yeah, somewhere before Christmas Eve.
1: Yeah, we recorded. And then I got to go on a beautiful, beautiful break from work for between Christmas and New Year's. And I just did everything in my power to leave my house as little as possible. I just truly hibernated here and just cooked and baked and cleaned. And it was great. And then the holiday break ended and Kurt just went out of the country just continuing Mm -hmm. and furthering my abandonment issues in our relationship. Cause you just disappeared from the group chat and just left Antonio and I to fend for ourselves. There was no adult in the room, in the chat room. It was just us, but you were out sending ridiculous pictures of you reading on the beach. And just that
0: one. Cause otherwise like the, the resort we were at, we were in the Dominican Republic. We were in Punta Cana. Gorgeous. Um, Really bad internet that you had to pay for at the resort. So I only paid for one day of bad internet, which is when I kind of got to check in with you and Antonio and send that photo. Um, It's on my Instagram, Kurt Reads, if you want to go check it out. It really is unreal. Like the sky and me reading a book, like it looks fake. It looks Photoshopped. It's just, it's just like, that was the photo, no filter. It was flipping beautiful Um, in, in Punta Cana. so. Yeah, so I had a week of like being off the grid and just like hanging out on a beach and reading books for pleasure, which I don't do a ton of because I read for work. And so it was so nice and I loved it and recharged my batteries. And yeah, so I guess, yeah, that that is something significant that I would mention on a normal episode if this wasn't like the first one coming back.
1: And yeah, our book. first episode since April.
0: Wow. Wow. That's
1: but we're too back. long. It's we're way back. too long. We're, we're back. back and but we're here to again, talk about
0: Friends. Day. Yeah, part of the reason that that happened, because we've never gone that long without doing episodes before. We usually do something in the fall. But like we were figuring out what we were going to do and how we were going to do it. Um, because like just logistically, things have to be different. Like you and I are not in the same place right now. Um
1: no. We are we are I mean, in two different are, locations. It's very very we are, weird, yeah. and I hate it because right now all you are to me are little squiggly lines in a in a window, and that. I, know. I do off. miss being
0: able to see your expressions, and I'm willing to bet that the. Uh some of the podcast will suffer with my not being able to call out your facial expression.
1: I mean, the fact that you can't call out the way that I look right now in general. Um, because, so, <laughs> so, so I have access to a recording booth, y'all. I do. Oh, I work in an amazing facility that actually has a sound no, booth in it. Again. And we recorded the like comeback wrap up uh, talking about New York episode from in that sound booth. And I was going to go there today, but I just couldn't. It wasn't going to happen for me. And so instead, I am in bed in my room at home recording underneath a bunch of blankets with the sun coming in through the window, which is very different from our previous setup because Kurt was uh, we were recording in Kurt's uh, studio, which was in the basement of his Sheboygan home. So, yeah, this is definitely um, interesting. I'm I'm going to figure out, though, now that you have an iPhone, how we can record um, using FaceTime. Because that way, maybe, because I think that's how Rishi and Josh Molina do it for the West Wing Weekly. We'll figure it out. I believe in us, but mostly you. All right. So um,
0: having caught up with our life, why don't we talk about Port Washington, the tournament that we went to yesterday?
1: Yay, Port Washington, first term of the year. Every time Shelly was like, this is really early in the season, I just kept turning to whoever was next to me and saying, this is the literal beginning. No one <laughs> comes before the you. The beginning, the beginning. This is the beginning of the forensic season.
0: Oh, nice. That's well hard done. one. Yeah, I, I like how you made forensics into forensics.
1: You know, got to got to fit Not it in good. the time signature.
0: <laughs> Speaking of songs, we don't have the rights to, um, Oops, sorry. So, yeah. I, uh, I, yeah. World of wonder. Please don't sue us. Um, I, uh, I only got to briefly say hello to Shelley in the morning. Um, or as I like to call her, Michelle Utech, <laughs> Michelle Utech <laughs> for the three people who remember that from Arrowhead from like three years ago. Um, Totally topical inside joke for me, um, Yay. But, uh, but I got uh, I got to do a lot at the tournament, which I was really excited about. Not my usual stuff at the tournament. Like I have been so used to being in tab rooms and whatnot that for me showing up and getting a judging packet and not being number one um, on my judge's list, it was um, it was awesome. Actually, <laughs> I'm I got glad. To judge- all four rounds. Hopefully I didn't mess that up. Um I haven't gotten any complaints yet, but you know it's only been a day, so we'll see uh what might come. Um but I had yeah, I had such a good time judging yesterday and getting to have that perspective again, which we have talked about on the podcast like I wasn't oblivious to the the fact that like I was missing out on getting to see more forensics by being more involved in the the tournament duties, um, as I had been the last few years, but it was really nice to, to not have that, um, and then go and judge. And instead now you have to do that stuff.
1: Yeah, that's me. But I, I love the aspect of, of working in the tab room and like working intake and all of that, like, all those tasks that people don't necessarily love, I'm, I'm here for it. I, I do love judging and watching competition, and I look forward to getting to that next weekend at Oshkosh North. But I also just love getting to, like, help out with all the, the behind the scenes and, like, the machinations of a tournament.
0: So do you have any, like, behind the scenes gossip?
1: Um, well, so that's us see. Now. If you're in
0: the tab room, you have to tell us what's going on.
1: Okay, well, the hot goss that I got, um, let's see. I don't necessarily entirely know if Steve Schmidt's chickens are legal because it made it seem like he was telling me that his chickens were illegal and he didn't have a permit for them.
0: Illegal chickens? Yeah. That's all you got? Illegal chickens?
1: Illegal chickens. It was a really because it was such a small tab room for a small tournament. It was just like people working. And then I just like chatted or just, you know, worked.
0: Mm-hmm. Was anybody who else was in there with you besides uh, Michelle Utec?
1: Um, other than Michelle Utec was Ben Kroll, my co-coach who I see all the time. And uh, Shelly's assistant coach, Katie. And that was it. Okay.
0: So, yeah, not uh, not a ton of new conversation to be had with only four no. people. One of whom you see all the time
1: I see all the time yeah but it was nice though to be in in like the tab room in the judges lounge so that I could just say hi to people as they were coming through and when people had off rounds I got to chat and catch up which I love and I'm sorry for yawning through this sentence but it's Sunday afternoon and that's the time of yawning that's the yawning hour (laughs)
0: <laughs> the
1: it was great i really i really liked it and shelly is a very laid-back uh tournament host so that's always really nice yeah
0: i feel like she really has um, an appropriate view of being the first tournament of the year which is very like everybody be chill yeah you know like everybody be cool The kids are out here for the very first time. Nobody's going to be totally polished. Don't bring me rule violations because I'm not disqualifying people for silly things. Um, And I like I just yeah, I think that is that's correct for for week one, Um, both for judges and for students, because it's nice too to be able to be like, oh, this this week isn't about having to provide some deep and meaningful insight for why this person got second instead of first. It's more like across the board, you're trying to build them up a little bit and then give them what they need to work on. And, and I don't know that anybody who walked out, like the students that I judged, I'm pretty sure all kind of felt the same. You could see it in their eyes. Like, Oh my God, I just don't want to get the five. Like even the, even the ones who are getting ranked first. I had that feeling of like, I hope I don't get last. So the the feedback is, uh, is refreshing to just be able to be like, Hey, you're doing this, this, and this well. Um, and you know, this is what you're going to want to focus on for practicing in the future. You'll totally get there.
1: And it's just it's. A, I know that it's really early in the season for a lot of people. A lot of people don't get going for at least another two, sometimes three weeks into the season. But it's just so nice to just sort of jump in the deep end and learn how to swim. For a lot of these kids, a lot of like the feedback we got after the tournament for my kids, where they were they were really glad they just had done it, and now mm-hmm. that they had done it, they felt like they had a whole other context for what the what the activity was.
0: Right. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. It was uh it was like I said I think Shelley sets the right mood for the tournament and as far as I was concerned everybody was going along with it so I didn't run yep. into anybody who I mean and you could tell me cuz you were at intake like did anybody try to really hold fast to a rule violation or anything like that
1: Nope, there were people that brought questions, but there was a lot of things that Shelley had already decided before the tournament, and uh, a lot of it was just letting people know that won't fly at a regular tournament, but we're easing them in and then asking them to put it on their critique sheets, which almost every single one of the people who came with a concern had already done, which was really refreshing. There were some judges who had no idea about time limits, which made me really really mm-hmm. nervous. Um, like so they there was didn't a lot of time
0: limits were a thing.
1: No, they just didn't know the time limits for their categories, Um, like thinking that solo hum was eight minutes instead of 10. I'm going to (laughs) sneeze. I'm so sorry for sneezing right onto my microphone and then making it fall on my face. I deserve this. Um, (laughs) You can keep that in. I don't care. Um, No, I I added
0: a footnote. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Can Can you see our timeline footnotes when I add them?
1: Um, I cannot.
0: Oh, wow. We see very different things.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'll send you a picture of what mine looks like. Mine's very sad and boring, probably. Um, But yeah, there was someone who had said that uh, on the bottoms of nearly all of the solo hums in their rounds, they had written that uh, they were over time and I had to correct them. Uh, No, they're not over time. It's a 10 minute category. So... uh, Please can you adjust that and feel free to adjust your ranking to match that. And she just went, mm-hmm. "No, I'll just add the note." And I was like, "Okay," but that's why we have intake people to catch well, things and to inform. The I they just decided not to. Oh, yep.
0: So does does that mean the person who got the one didn't go for eight minutes? Because shouldn't everybody have been over time and therefore everyone would have been not ranked first?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I just remember I just was reading over them. And luckily, one of the reasons I caught it was because one of the students was in the round was one of mine. And so I just like saw at the bottom of the sheet that she had written way over time because my student was 845. And I was like, oh, um, no. Yeah. No, but that's why I'm, I hope that when people get a little upset, when there are people like me who are working intake, take and might take slightly longer, it's because we're catching things like that and trying to inform judges. I'm also trying to be more proactive about reaching out to to coaches when I see that they have a judge that's not necessarily putting out the best stuff. There were two coaches I approached yesterday about judges they had brought to the tournament and asked them to personally address issues because I decided, you know. They were there. I was there faster than an email, and then maybe even getting them that day when it's still fresh in their mind. Yeah, to make those corrections because it's for gotta be nice to kids, man.
0: Rule number one: It's on the merch.
1: It's on the merch, which is all still available at T Public.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, I have this whole new set of anxieties about being that judge now, so I hope that that never happens.
1: Well, hopefully if you were by accident or if you were having an off day because you write excellent critique sheets and you know that, um, then whoever's working the intake table will be there to help and catch it. There were also I, a lot I of people who didn't know so. where to write the time. People were writing the time in all sorts of weird places <laughs> yesterday. I was like, y'all, there is a box. It says time. <laughs> I know. That's where you put it.
0: Ah. Maybe first tournament of the year, we have like a a mini uh, judging session at at the beginning of the day.
1: Right. Let's relearn together. Right. But it was otherwise, it was fun and it's a great tournament and all of the new additions at Port Washington are very much worth the wait. What a beautiful campus. Right. Hot diggity.
0: Yeah. So some of those spaces that we were in, my first round was in a science room that was just gorgeous. Um, like, I mean, great classroom space, great lab space. And then the, the whole back wall was just windows.
1: Just beautiful giant windows. Like, this is
0: insane. I would be the luckiest teacher in the world to get to hang out in this beautiful space all the time. Yeah. Granted, I would dislike the teenagers who were in the room with me.
1: Yeah. And like the teaching that's why I'm not, not a teacher.
0: <laughs> I also wouldn't be good at the science part, which is oh, why for I sure a not a science teacher. So, like, that's definitely not my life at any point in the future.
1: No, but, but it's um, someone
0: else's. Right. And and I think it's a good one. So, yeah, um, I, I do want to make one note about the food, which was I am um, a big fan of the inclusion of cheese balls. So whoever did that for you, Shelley, make sure they come back in the future and I will be there to consume them because the problem with cheese balls stop me if we've talked about this on the podcast before <laughs> is that when you want a cheese ball your only option is a tub of cheese balls a literal they don't barrel of quantities and and like it's too much it's too much people who make cheese balls it's too much so to be able to like just have a little bowl of cheese balls from the bucket was great. That was one bowl. Girl, why you got to call me out like that?
1: <laughs> I why mean, you? I'll admit that I ate all the peanut butter M&M's out of, our, out of our communal peanut butter regular and peanut M&M bowl. I'll take the hit. I ate all the peanut butter M&M's out of it. Sorry.
0: Okay. Well, I, I will admit that I did go back for a second bowl of cheese balls, but I was not the only one eating out of that bowl.
1: You were sharing. You were being very communal.
0: Right. Not by choice. The other people just didn't understand that that was my bowl of cheese. You
1: balls. know what? They're new. They will. Uh, They'll learn. They will learn. <laughs> I did. Um, so. So one of the new coaches for North is one of my former students. His name is Heath. Um, Heath first, uh, if you uh, are from one particular national trip. And so it was really great and weird for me yesterday to have him around and see him like giving out the codes on the bus and like going to check in with his students and like them being so excited during the award ceremony was really fun for me to watch. But there was a moment where they had set down a bowl of cheese balls where he would and and the other uh, new coach Jenny were sitting, but not where we had been sitting Kurt and I in the morning and Heath had been eating the cheese balls and he like moved the bowl over. And I was like, Heath, when Kurt gets back, he's going to want to eat cheese balls. And I need you to fill that bowl. (laughs) And he was like, what? I was like, Heath, if you want to be a good new coach and you want to make friends, you need to go fill that bowl. And so he very dutifully went and filled the bowl back up with cheese balls and brought it back to the table. And I was like, you are going to fit in just fine.
0: What is your life going to be having a coach at North who will literally do whatever you tell him to?
1: Oh, it's so nice. I'm really enjoying it, you know. but also he we it's might just, have it's to just, have
0: a, an intervention at some point
1: no i'll be very nice to heath it's really great to have we, heath and jenny around They're new energy they're getting to see things through their eyes um is really fun having been doing this for 11 years now which i still hate saying aloud oh my gosh um it's just great to have a new set of eyes to like make things enthusiastic like to like have new enthusiasm for things that i'm like jaded about now it's it's really
0: nice (laughs) yes oh that is good
1: i'm hecka jaded Mm -hmm. (laughs) but can we do Um, our favorite things that we saw yesterday i didn't see any pieces but i still have a favorite thing that i saw current fine well
0: maybe i'm gonna let you do it but there's something i want to talk about we haven't talked about yet but it might be your favorite thing you saw
1: i mean were you there when it happened I don't know. Probably not. Okay. It. Okay. My favorite thing that happened yesterday was at the award ceremony. So the stage had all of the group interpreters coming on and Shelly realized that she was in a a space where it would be a very tight area for the group inter... I will get through this without laughing. Um, Where it was a tight space between where the awards were on a table and where her podium was. And so she just while still doing the awards ceremony began very slowly shuffling the entire podium off to the side. And then when the students left the stage, she just slowly shuffled back in place and then did that again for play X. Later, And I just thought it was so funny and no one else thought it was as funny as me, but she was just like, like side shuffling just so slowly every time these big categories came on the stage. And I thought it was so great. (laughs) And I, it was my first time with all of these new kids and I'm sitting behind two students. And they must have thought I was crazy because I was crying, I was laughing, it was so good. And even my roommate Katie, who we share very similar levels of humor, even she was like, Melissa, it's not it's it's entertaining, but it's not that funny. But oh my gosh. It hit my funny bone directly on the spot. I thought it was so great. (laughs) I loved it. I
0: yeah. I I giggled just from reading your text about that yesterday. (laughs) No, I would, I, and your delivery did not disappoint today. This oh, is one of thank the you. Where, Like, if you and I were in the same room, we would have devolved into a giggle fit by now. So it's actually good that we're not for that yeah. particular moment because like, I was able to keep it together.
1: I cried again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm gonna say. Then that my best thing I saw this week, because I don't want to talk about student performances, because first week I saw some really good ones, but I don't want to call out a best one at this point. It's just it's just too early. Um, Although if you had me as a judge, know that I was very impressed with a lot of the work that I saw and a lot of the kids that I saw. Um, I saw. Some kids who had just done a tremendous amount of preparation and were very polished. I saw other kids who you can tell have like a tr- great amount of talent and good instincts, um, but it has yet to be polished, so they need some practice. But like all of that is going to turn into like really great pieces for the year. So I'm, I'm trying to think of any exception to that. And really, like if you're listening to this and you see my name on one of your ballots, know that like you are on the right track and just keep going. Um, So, but I'm going to say the best thing I saw this weekend was Antonio Trinidad.
1: Hey! And
0: in particular, his entrance.
1: Oh my God.
0: So perfect. So perfect. So he was judging for you yesterday. But you didn't know it
1: no he he and Ben decided to keep it a surprise from me so in the port washington library we the last 2 years we've sat at this particular table that has a little like wooden wall on it cuz there's a tv mounted on it for like group presentations so mm-hmm. i'm it's just like, like a partition. Yeah, yeah drive a roll up the partition please mm-hmm. or keep it down so that i'm not scared cuz i was just leaning against the wall listening to someone tell a story when all of a sudden mean, up on was my mean. left
0: side, you distracted
1: oh okay Kurt because was telling me seen a him story walk in the
0: door and he, and he gave me like the finger over pursed lips that means Shh, don't say anything so I was like oh got it Melissa and then, comment
1: and then all of a sudden just the loudest thwarp of all time which is the sound of a very large fan being opened goes off in my left ear I jump and hit my wrist very hard against the, <laughs> the wood partition to turn and see Antonio there <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and, oh, I thought it was funny before, but I didn't know there was physical. Oh yeah, there's a well. literal. There's a mark. I, I'm for some reason I just lifted up my wrist to show the microphone. Like if I hold up to the microphone, you can see. But I have a literal mark on my on the, on my left wrist from hitting it on the partition because I jumped <laughs> so dramatically. But yeah, he thoroughly spooped and surprised me yesterday. I was oh, gooped. It was it was perfect. great. It was great. And. It was just lovely to get to see him because I haven't seen him in in, since, what, September? Yeah. So, yeah, it was just great to have him around. And then also watching. Yeah. Since he got the fan. um, But watching everyone else react to him, like Antonio just holds court in a judge's lounge because everyone loves Antonio Trinidad. So Uh, people just like, like literally watch people stand in like pseudo lines to get to talk to him yesterday. Oh, wow. I know there are people who are bigger fans of us, of him than we are. I think
0: like, did I stand in line?
1: (laughs) I mean, maybe we did. Although I think, I think, I think we got first priority. So.
0: Okay. Well, but now I'll be aware of it and I'm going to start looking. Okay. Do it. It's great. Make sure I am not standing in a line for, for anybody, frankly.
1: Otherwise I do think we, we should get like a friendship, like fast pass. That means right. we don't and have to be actually
0: laminated cards that we have yeah. to carry around like and if we don't remember them then we don't get to use them perfect yeah
1: okay uh, do you have a laminator i mean
0: nearby i don't like have one in my house
1: <laughs> okay well i think that yeah i think katie yeah katie has a laminator at her school slash in her like classroom pot so i'll get her to make us okay. some
0: all right deal Ah, all right. So that was the our tournament recap for Port Washington. Congratulations to everybody who got out and did the thing. Because it is very early, and it's tough to be ready by that first tournament. And um, and there were several people who not only did one thing, they did two things, and then they powered in both of those things. So, congratulations, workaholics! Kudos. You're amazing. Good job. Um, so, what we're talking about this week um, is actually what we're talking about for the rest of the season. Hey. Uh, we're going to do like a little season preview of what we're planning to do uh, for the rest of of uh, 2019 competitive season episodes. That's so weird to think we're in 2019.
1: Yeah, I can't handle it. Let's not talk about it. Oh man. Just kidding. We uh, have to talk about it because it's going to be really exciting. So we're we're going to be having what I think is a slightly more focused season plan this year. So normally we sort of jump around from topic to topic, still all forensics related. But this season slash year, we are going to be doing episode by episode category focuses. So we're just going to probably not go alphabetically because y'all know I hate that. Um, but we're just going to work our way through all of the current WFCA categories and sort of break them down with both biased and unbiased viewpoints about them. Mm-hmm. And we promise to and, warn you ahead of time when we're focused. being biased,
0: yeah, when we say focused, we mean, um um, because like we're not very focused usually, no, so like <laughs>
1: like we can't focus
0: on topic. like we have a plan, but like, yeah, expect that the episodes will be as slapdash and hilarious as they usually are,
1: yeah, but they'll just be sort of around one category
0: yeah or we might bundle some
1: yeah because some of them we don't need to spend a whole time talking about
0: we don't quite have enough weeks to do every single one
1: but some categories will get their whole own episodes because they're very contentious
0: true that so um so i would love to we haven't talked about this before but it just came to my mind like i would love to have some guests on the podcast if they feel really strongly about a particular category i would love that so like if you're listening and you're like oh my gosh i really want to talk about informative speaking because i have very strong feelings about it let us know and when we do that we will uh schedule it so that you can be a part of the pod and you can share your thoughts on a particular category um So yeah, we're going to do that uh, episode by episode category breakdowns. Um, We will also take some time to talk about some topics that are too taboo for the tab room, which was a series we did a little while ago. And uh, we are ready and raring and willing to bring it back. Again, though, what we need is to hear from you guys. So what topics do you think we should talk about that are otherwise too taboo? Like, we'll talk about whatever, but
1: yeah, Kurt Kurt has really? no alliances anymore. You have no yeah, one I'm, to upset.
0: I'm, I'm good. So, and, and also like we've always pretty much been willing to talk about whatever. I think our biggest issue is that you and I may not be the best judge of what's taboo. <laughs> I'm too true. So, yeah, if there's something that you've been like dying to talk about, um, again, feel free to come on the episode and talk about it with us, uh, but definitely send it to us so that we can uh, give our take on it, even if you don't want to be officially associated with it in any way, shape or form.
1: Yeah, it can be a secret. Yeah.
0: And then finally, one thing um, that I would like to start doing this season that we haven't ever done before is some bonus episodes that are going to be surrounded or surrounding the topic of like basically pop culture things, um, like things that are in the zeitgeist that uh, I think there is some valuable conversation to be had between two forensics coaches who view this media yeah, it'll all be I'm sure it'll all be media based like movies or music or, you know, streaming or all the different ways that you can break consume down. It. Yeah, consume content. So um, I have a couple ideas. Really, we just like wanted more reasons to
1: talk to each other. Right, Let's right. be
0: real. And more reasons to make episodes because we enjoy doing that. We really do. Yeah. So, so you have that to look forward to as well. Um, So yeah, lots, lots of content, hopefully coming at you in the next few months, making up for the fact that we took such a long break between April and now. So, and as always, if there's something you want to hear us talk about, just send an email, whether it's about being something too taboo to talk about, or if it's a category thing, or if it's just any old thing you think we should be talking about. We love hearing from you guys.
1: We do. It makes us feel very cool and very fancy and very legit. And speaking of legit, if you want to help support our podcast, a great way to do that is by purchasing merchandise, which I'm trying to convince Kurt that he should stop doing the things that make him regular people money and put up some new designs in our store so that I can buy more merchandise. Because both Kurt and I got new phones and we obviously need new phone cases. But if you want to grab some stickers or Forensic Spaces t-shirt or a hoodie, or a tote bag to carry all of your tournament supplies in. Make sure you go and look us up on tpublic.com. And that's a great way to show your support for us both at tournaments and also just, you know, out in regular life. People will be like, wow, that's a cool shirt. What is it about? And you'd be like, oh, these cool people, they've got this cool podcast. You should check it out. And then you open up their podcatcher for them on their phone and you search it and you subscribe them and the world becomes a slightly better place because of you,
0: but mostly because of us.
1: But mostly because of us.
0: <laughs> yes. Exactly.
1: I just dramatically um, flung my curtains open at that.
0: I knew exactly when it happened. <laughs> I
1: could,
0: I could feel it happening.
1: You could um, sense it.
0: I could sense it. So yeah, that's great. Um, and if you want merch, there's also a link right off the our website. So forensicsfaces.com. You can go there um, and you can can go right to our Tee Public page. Um, although yes. I did it earlier this week when I, did, I ordered myself a new phone case already. Um, I'm sorry. I just, I love our listen, think, speak one. I love that.
1: I know, so but I, I want I a cool got, new one. Well,
0: then we have to continue chatting so that we come up with uh, new things to put on merchandise.
1: Can we just get one that has our names in a binder the same way that other people put their names in a heart?
0: I mean, maybe.
1: Okay. I'll take that as a no.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can't picture it, but I'm also not going to spend time on the podcast having you describe it to me, but we'll chat about no, it No, because
1: you hate that. Okay, fine. Can you,
0: can you like, you can, can you like sketch it out and send it to me what you're thinking of? Because I just can't picture what you're, what you're. No,
1: describing. I'll get, I'll get an art friend to do it. Don't worry.
0: Oh yeah. You I have one. Just say
1: those. JJ will do it.
0: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, JJ,
1: who is also the person who recorded our theme song. Too talented to live.
0: Let's push (laughs) him off something tall.
1: Please don't. He helps pay for the rent here. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we need to change the tune of this, but we're back again. (laughs) Back, back, back again. Guess who's back in the house? It's Kurt and Melissa here with Forensics Faces. I'm just very happy to be doing this again. And I'm mostly happy that I'm probably gonna do it from my bed, but also we do plan on recording episodes together. We're actually gonna to be together for a non-forensics related thing in what three weeks.
0: Oh gosh, is it that close already?
1: I think it's in three oh, it's weeks. Or maybe far. it's a, yeah, so in like maybe in a it's month. So a month away. Yeah, but there'll be there'll be times when we the two of us will be together and we will record episodes in person, which will be really great.
0: Uh, greed.
1: So yeah, again, reach out to us about potential topic ideas, questions you have, concerns you want us to address with our darling, lovely, hilarious voices. But otherwise, it's just, it feels good to be back on the mic with you.
0: Agreed. We're back, people. We're back.
1: We did it. Forensic Spaces is proudly produced in Wisconsin, the birthplace of the National Forensics League. Our theme song was written and performed by JJ Hammeister. If you're a fan of Forensic Spaces, give us a rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. More information about Forensic Spaces, including how to get in touch with us via email or social media, can be found at ForensicSpaces.com. I'm Kurt. And I'm Melissa, encouraging you to listen, think, and speak.
0: Preferably in that order.